Hey there, English speakers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and Jesse, and teacher Jesse. As you can see, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been with you guys. So uh, I've missed you, and thank you for your patience in my lack of podcasting over the past couple weeks. Uh, I'm in a bit of a transition, and uh, in my content, what I would really appreciate is if you give me ideas, right? And when I say that, because you are my audience, you're who I ta who I'm talking to, right? And by the way, I just made a mistake. Did you catch that? And did you notice you just move on? If I didn't, you know, bring that to your attention, I would just move on from there. We make mistakes. We make speaking mistakes. You know, a lot of people say, Jesse, um, I just want to speak perfect. I don't want to make any mistakes. Well, yeah, me neither, right? But I leave those in and I bring them to your attention to kind of relieve the pressure from you, right? So it's all to say you do those in your language too. <laughs> you know, you do those in your language, in your native language, because we're human, right? That's not an English mistake. It's not a, a you know, second language mistake. It's a mistake of speaking off of the top of your head making mistakes, thinking faster than we speak. So we're, our speaking has to catch up to our brains in a way. And then in the second language, even more, but sometimes, and I want you to take away this point. If you're writing this down, if you're taking notes, write this down. Having that extra second to Think about what you're going to say in a second language, having that extra beat, right, to translate, or it has to pass through your conscious mind, right? It has to pass through your, your reason mind. So you have that extra little second to think about and craft exactly what you want to say. Maybe you have the word for it, maybe you don't, but chances are you probably know it. It's just a matter of becoming aware to say that word or that phrasal verb or that grammar in that way, right? But it's worth it if you become aware of that, then you can consciously take control of English or the second language because you're aware. And yeah, it might be frustrating at first, but the thing that frustrates you about this, about making mistakes or about translating in your mind, Here's what you're probably doing. You're probably trying to move away from translating from your language to English. You're probably trying to avoid it, move away from it, you know, stop doing it, correct? Well, what if instead of doing that, you moved towards it? In English, we call it turn into it. Write that down, turn into it. We turn into it. It's when you're driving in the snow and when your car gets out of control to the left, you know, your instinct is to turn to the right 
or no, turn to the left, right? Or turn away from it. But really, you need to turn into it, which means turn in the direction of the danger because that's the way the tires will skid away, will slide away. We use the word skid, right? So what if instead of moving away from translating in your head, what if you noticed it? What if you became aware of it? And what if you used it in your favor? What if you used it to your advantage? So let me give you an example. So if you always, I don't know, say people, uh, people is because in Spanish they say la gente, la gente es, because it's singular. People is a singular group, but in English it's plural. People are. So it's a common mistake, right? It's a common speech pattern that Spanish speakers, you know, make. So what if you became aware of it rather than, you know, trying to avoid it and making a mistake and then being angry at yourself after you make the mistake and say, ah, oh, I always say that. And then people is. That's the typical teacher approach, right? Um, and the people is ang the people was angry. The people were angry. Ah, uh, yes, the people were angry, right? That's the correction. But as you see, it doesn't change anything. There's no transformation in that, right? You have the correction, but you're missing the transformation. You're missing the change which the change is you don't want to make that mistake again, right? But if you just focus on the correction, you're gonna keep doing, making the mistake again and again and again and again and again, unless you become aware of it. Instead of, you know, how does this work, Jesse? How can I do this? Good question. Instead of feeling bad, and instead of feeling bad because you've made a mistake, oh, I just made a mistake, just like I just made a mistake, right? <laughs> Did you catch that? I'm not doing those on purpose. But as you make a mistake, okay, so I am aware of it without feeling bad. In, in fact, take it to the next level, feel good because you caught yourself, right? You caught that mistake. So feel good about yourself, feel proud about yourself. Okay, I caught it. So it's, it's your one step closer towards correcting it. Do you know what I mean? So rather than focus on the correction, oh, correct my errors, correct my errors. Okay, rather than that, when we correct your error, your next goal will be for you to catch it yourself, right? So let's take it in steps. So step one, you passed. It's like checkpoints, right? Step one, checkpoint one, you're corrected of a mistake. The next goal, the next checkpoint that you have to reach for is you catch yourself making that mistake. So after you make it, right? That's your next checkpoint. Maybe as you're going, you know, you're corrected. People is, people is, no, people are. Okay, you're still at that checkpoint. 
right? You're still at that flag. You're still at that checkpoint until you finally reach to the point where you're, cor- you're finding yourself. You're catching your own mistake. And then you correct yourself. So you say people is and uh, people are, right? Feel good, right? It's just a matter of fact how uh, people are. I am going to correct myself. That's the next checkpoint. The next checkpoint could be, okay, catch yourself in the middle of making that mistake. Same thing with make or do, right? Or whatever is in your language. The common fossilized errors. These are called fossilized errors. So the common fossilized errors, the ones that you have, right? Make or do, um, have so many years old. Uh, These are some common Spanish mistakes, right? People is, things like that, right? Next step is to catch yourself in the middle. So you might say, People it, no, people are, right? So you're correcting yourself in mid error, right? And then when you do that, that's your next checkpoint. You know what I mean? This is really good stuff. I hope you're writing this down. So, and if not, go back and listen again and take notes because this is your key. I wasn't even planning on this episode becoming this, right? But this is your key to correcting fossilized errors for good. Fixing your fossilized errors for good. Go back, you know, if you don't wanna listen to the entire episode, listen to this instruction, right? Go back four minutes or five minutes and write these checkpoints out. Draw it out in like the form of a a line, right? In the form of like checkpoints, (laughs) you know what I mean? Now I'm using the word checkpoints a lot and if you didn't know that before, now you can start absorbing the word checkpoint, right? Checkpoint, C-H-E-C-K-P-O-I-N-T. Then the next checkpoint is catching yourself in mid error. And then the next checkpoint, right, is catching yourself before you make, you know, say the first word, right? Make homework. Before you say make, then you catch yourself. That's the next checkpoint, right? Whatever it is for you. These are just examples, but this is a good example. Until the final checkpoint is like it comes out naturally, right? The first time it comes out naturally, catch yourself. The first time it comes out naturally, catch yourself. And, and then it's yours, right? Then that's not a fossilized error anymore. But then that's awesome. Now move on to the, another fossilized error. You know what I mean? So, but you have to do it. You know what I mean? It's not just, oh, you listen to this episode and you get it. Okay, you understand. No, you have to do it. Like write it out. Write down the checkpoints for this mistake. Write down what each level means and when you know you're out of this fossilized error. If you want to correct fossilized errors, this is how it's done. So this was amazing. Okay. So I, that was your lesson today. I was planning to go in a completely different direction with this episode, but that was an amazing lesson teaching you how to really get rid of fossilized errors. 
take notes, go back, listen to that again, take notes, share it with someone who could use it and be accountability partners to each other, right? That's another way, right? We need accountability. And I have a book group, a book club. It's a Telegram group. Let me know if you want to join it, that we're taking a book every 40 days and studying it and going over it and, and sharing our takeaways and holding each other accountable, right? I, it's helped me a lot. If you wanna join that, let me know. Uh, catch me on Facebook or LinkedIn, Jesse Sweet. And, uh, and you can join the book club challenge. But this was amazing. Listen, I want to hear from you. So anything like this, like if you like this lesson, if you like this episode, I'm a, I also have some interviews coming up. I have some really cool stuff coming up. But if you like like lessons like this, send me questions. Send me your things you're dealing with, with English, right? Your goals, your whatever issue you have, like grammar-wise, pronunciation, pronunciation, yeah, that's cool. Pronunciation, vocabulary, expressions, any of the four pillars of fluency that I teach about. If you know, you know. If you don't know, ask me about the four pillars of fluency. I'm sure there are some podcast episodes on it, and I also have some YouTube videos uh, on it too. But whatever your issues are, I've done this before when people have asked me questions in Messenger and in email, right? And I create an episode for that. So that's what I want from you. I want your participation. I want to make sure that I am serving you. I'm teaching the things that you want to hear so that hopefully you'll be driven to share it with someone else and hold each other accountable and lift each other up toward your goals. So um, that's it for me. Thank you for spending this time with me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your feedback for these episodes. I appreciate you so much. And uh, that's it for me. I've had it with you. Keep teaching. Keep learning. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.